Welcome to the Not Done Podcast. I am your host, Iron Man Abdullah. I'm Shimon Warden. And that was from the... Does she have like some kind of R&B title, like First Lady of Soul or something? <laughs> I don't know if she actually has a title or not. Yeah, she does. I don't know what it is, though. That's not... What? Well, the, you're thinking James Brown is a godfather of soul. Yeah, yeah, Aretha yeah. Franklin is the... I feel like Queen is in there somewhere. Yeah, she's the Queen of Soul. Maybe the Queen of Soul? Okay. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace to Aretha Franklin. Uh, she has passed away. Um, yeah. And I just, what was that, like two days ago? Yeah, it was yeah. last week, Thursday or so. She's one of those people where I have always heard her music, like, around the house. I mean, she was obviously a little too old for me, but um, um, I'm, I grew up just hearing her songs i can't really say you know like some other older people would probably have a whole list of songs but um i always that was always my favorite intro to a different world was the one that she sang yeah and um i know a few of her songs like r-e-s-p-e-c-t and freeway of love and maybe a couple others you probably know a whole bunch of her songs yeah exactly i I do like i'm just blanking um uh, we also lost kofi annan uh kofi annan yeah Former uh, secretary of the UN. Yeah, is he? How, what? So when did he pass away? Like the day after Aretha Franklin. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it always it's always funny how different well known people pass away in close proximity to each other. Hmm. Like um, Michael Jackson and uh, Farrah Fawcett, they're like on the same day. James Brown and Saddam Hussein, <laughs> they were like within a couple of days of each other, maybe mm-hmm. even on the same day. No, it's just very interesting how that how that works out. Um, but yeah, rest in peace to Aretha Franklin. I know she was very um, active in the civil rights movement. I know she was paying people's legal bills and things like that. So that was very um, that was very gracious of her. Yeah, quite quite gracious. Um, yeah, were you gonna say something? No, I'm just saying uh, a lot of people think the civil rights movement was done by just a few people, but it was a lot of people working together Yeah. so they wouldn't be able to isolate people. And it was a lot of money that that cost. A lot of people don't think about the money factor of just tons of, you know, not just the donations for the marches and all that stuff, but all the legal expenses and things like that. Yeah. And I bet a lot of that came from, you know, wealthy, you know, black entertainers. Black entertainers and the allies of it. Um, at the time. Um, and some business people, but they, 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 one of the benefits of segregation is like the black community dollar was in the community because they had limited choices to go out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there was some level of consciousness around community support. Yeah, you know, lost that for a period of time there. Yeah, yeah. We definitely have. Um, anyway, rest in peace to Aretha Franklin. Yeah, she's always been like different sizes. I can always remember her being skinny in her youth, and she got to be like huge. I mean, I'm just talking. I don't know if this is probably not politically correct, but I'm just saying she just bloomed up and went back down in a whole bunch of different sizes. Yeah, this probably is not relevant to anything. <laughs> I'm just talking about what I remember. Yeah, that's how you you get to see her. Yeah, yeah. But um, so anyway, how's your week been, bro? How's everything going? You know, a lot of uni talk stuff going on. Yeah, growing. Mm. Uh, 
brought on some new advisors some new products it's always fun how was your event did you have an event this past saturday oh man i had uh three events in a row or four events in a row oh man i had the boston green fest um that went well well we had green work. fest what's that um is a sustainability green festival slash music arts festival and uh non-profits so it's a mixture did it have anything to do with marijuana no okay it sounds like it does. <laughs> there are some pro marijuana people that go part go through because the green movement is uh, tied to you know a lot of hippies started it initially. So yeah, yeah, it's less. You start see less and less like pro marijuana because it's legal here in Massachusetts. So mm-hmm. everyone's like, it's actually legal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, they used to arrest a hell out of people. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but okay. then they decriminalized it, and then they made it legal. So the dispensaries are opening, or pretty soon. I knew there was a dispensary uh, once upon a time when I uh, drove for Lyft. I went all the way out. Oh, man, I forget where it was. It was someplace, like someplace. It might have been like near Foxborough or something like that. And then there was a lady. I was picking up a lady who, um, was coming from this warehouse. I was like, Hey, why do you? Why do you work in this warehouse in the middle of a... It was like near a car dealership or something like that, but it was like really in the middle of not mm-hmm. really anything. It's like, oh, I work at a dispensary. And I was like... Well, she said it was like a medical dispensary. I was like, what kind of medical dispensary? And she's like, oh, uh, it's marijuana. <clears throat> and I just was amazed that that was a legal thing that she could do. But she said she had like... They had like all the security and stuff like that. And like it just seemed like a, a very... Uh, security intense operation for something as simple as you know just a quote-unquote dispensary but yeah it was it was it was it was kind of weird and it seemed like she was kind of weird too like she might have been high or something at the moment yeah probably yeah yeah <laughs> but anyway that was um that was just an interesting interesting little deal there um but yeah i didn't know it was fully legal i thought it was just like the medical stuff you could do but yeah good times i wish i smoked weed so i could take advantage of that Mm, I don't smoke either. I don't partake. I've never been high. Chiba. I'd like to know what being high feels like. Mm. That might be a laughable concept, but I'm, <laughs> I'm actually, I don't know what that means. Like, oh, hey, I was high. Like, I don't. I, I, I just, I've been to parties like when I was young as a teenager and where there was probably more marijuana smoke than actual oxygen in the air. Wow. You know, because um, I used to throw a lot of parties. Yeah. Were you a, were you a popular dude? I'm somewhat popular. I, I was cool with. You're, you're like popular now, so I th- I would feel like you you're good at socializing. Yeah, but I was um I was way more chill back. I'm still pretty chill now, but I was way chill back then. So people just like hanging out with me. Yeah. So I hung out with everybody but the stoners, so I could hang out with any crowd, mm. chit chat. Guess it's a skill I've had my whole life. You're very patient with people, which is definitely a skill because I'm I definitely don't have that. I wish I did. You know what? Most people don't affect me that much where it's not in directly impacting me. So I don't get frustrated with, with people yeah. too easily yeah. unless they're impacting my life. And then I'm like, um, you need to get your act together, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I wish we could. Um, I wish we could all have some of those skills. I think we'd be a better have a better country right now. Um, you heard but, about that parade they want to do? What parade? Uh our current president wants to do a 
Military oh, it's a parade. bullshit military parade. Yeah, and we don't do military parades until end of wars. We don't just randomly. I mean, we have small parades <laughs> all the time. Look, the United States has a lot of military themed in parades, but we don't go around doing the grand marshal. This is t- that's like what, what is what is he like? Here's the thing: one, it would be crazy. Like, what are we gonna do with a military? Like, are we gonna like have a missile go down the street because it looks cool? Yeah, like North Korea or something. Like we're not gonna. Like, come this on. This is what despots and totalitarian people of that they're drawn to that because they like to show strength. They like authority. That's yeah. what that. That's exactly like you were talking about fascism. Fascism is like authoritarian, and they like that authority having power and taking care of. And the, then they love the demonstration yeah. of that power. And um, two, it would be a tremendous waste of money. Good. Like how many? How many millions? So where is this DC? It would be probably if you're talking military parade. It's normally in New York. So okay, so if it's in New York, I would assume Manhattan. Yeah, you're, it, you're talking about like a so hundred million dollars so minimum. Yeah, the U.S. does parades after a war. You know where the Macy's Thanksgiving yes. parade goes yeah, down? Sure. That's the route. It's called Heroes Alley, and then we parade the military through there. And it would be with security and then the people, the amount of like troops we would have to deploy. It's tens of millions of dollars. So here's the deal, Shimon. I've got to use my English accent here because I'm getting hated. Um, look, f- number one, like we, c- okay, it's going to cost a minimum of like a hundred million dollars, right? I know. Pro- probably. Like, okay. Well, then you got to have, well, to his security will have to be there. You had <laughs> exactly. all these dignitaries. The security alone and then the lost man hours yeah. would be, in a, you know, probably a hundred million dollars. So we're talking tens about a hundred million dollars for what? Like literally, dude. Like, give it to the poor. You, you'd be you'd be better off going to like Harlem, and just making it rain in Harlem. <laughs> like literally, like that would do a whole lot more good for the country than not Harlem. Harlem is hella bougie and rich now. So like, go to an actual poor place. Well, like, go know. to how about hey, how about let's fix the water in Flint, Michigan, instead of this stupid ass military parade for like for what? Like, so we can have a boner. All right, I gotta start editing now. <laughs> All right, so like uh, he he obviously has some kind of sexual attraction to war, and well, like it's it's just amazing and just hot for him, but like there's so much more. And then number two, we we really got to stop listening. Like he's not he's not uh, all he is is a red herring. He's distracting everyone from things that really matter. And I want to say let's ignore him, but we can't because he's actually the president, you know. And it's like. There, there's literally nothing consequential that comes out of his mouth. Did you see the? Uh, it, it's just there's nothing truth that true that comes out of him, and there's nothing real that comes out of him. So I don't know why anyone listens to him. Okay, I do know why because he's the president. But like, I really wish people would understand that that he damages the presidency at a daily basis. That he damages our whole country. Yes, literally. That's the only. So here's the only difference I see between him and. Hillary, who I hate. I don't think she's an idiot, and I don't think she... Okay, he's not dumb either, but he's, she's not... She wouldn't be embarrassing. Yeah. I, I can say that. <laughs> okay? She's probably just as evil, just as money-grubbing, just as corrupt. She, but she knows how to do it. But she's not going to do it in a way where you're We're just ashamed. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's literally the only difference I see. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of critical. You know, because yeah, that face value is is very important. Yeah, and on the world stage, yeah, you know, the world stage, we look like, you know, 
I, I got to say, sometimes to be a good country, you got to have a bad leader and uh, come out of it. Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll bounce back after this. <laughs> well, what, what happens? We're at rock bottom. The only place to go is up. Yeah. Um, people got to go like, hey, everybody, um, you can't let your crazy uncle be the deciding vote in your uh, yeah, in the Lord. country. And we, everyone has or knows of that crazy guy in the family yeah. that's like talking about the fluoride and then they go off on there. Okay, that, that, that's real though, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> fluoride is bad for your brain, but you know, hey, we're not, we're not talking about that. Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. It was a plot to uh, control the masses. By it the is. And I think it's real, but you know, hey, I, I know you don't believe in these conspiracies, but you know, it's my good my. These are the things that my good buddy Alex Jones would would talk about. But, yeah, you know, and I, I like Alex Jones to me talking is like an ant having an opinion of anything. I I, w- I wouldn't even notice. Well, I don't. To be honest, I don't listen to him either. But anyway, there. Like I said, there are certain things. I like I said, thirty percent of the things he talks about are real. Like. Uh, lizard people think, and all that stuff is crazy, but I'm talking. I think that's a high number on that percentage. Dude, uh, okay, fluoride in the water—that's not a good thing. Uh, false flag operations—I think that happens. I don't think it happens every single time. He thinks like every every time a bullet is fired, it's you know. No, I'm not there. Um, you know, pedophilia amongst the elite—I know that that's a fact. Um, I don't know, but that might be probably it. But uh, there's a few things where I agree with him on. <laughs> anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, so, yeah. A- anyway, I don't know. I just really wish we could just get past this president and um, everything he says is 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 really just meant to distract you. I think he knows his, the you stuff know, he says is crazy. That token black woman that he had, what's her name? A, a bro? The firing. Did you see that? Such a... The, the, wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I got to pull this up on our Instagram. Did you... Do you, do you check our Instagram, Shimon? Uh, it comes across. I checked the Facebook that's tied to our Instagram, at least when it's moving. So here's, here's let me pull up. I don't uh, check my Instagram. Sorry. Let me pull up the. Um, I did link it. I think I linked it. Hold on. Let me pull up the video that I, I took of uh, like him talking to. Um, wait, hold on. Yeah, you know what? I'm kind of torn. Now, but. Omarosa is providing NBC News with a new exclusive excerpt of a phone call she said she received from the president the day after her firing. Omarosa, Omarosa, what's going on? I just saw you. He doesn't know. Thinking about leaving. What happened? General Kelly, General Kelly came to me and said that you guys wanted me to leave. No, I, I, nobody even told me about it. It was a big operation, but I didn't know it. Okay, my laugh is out. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that was a little loud. Um, but uh that's that's hilarious. <laughs> like like he was acting like what? Oh, I didn't even know. Man, what? Oh damn it. Like that's that's crazy to me. You know what though? She legitimate was trying to legit I have an issue where you're by someone oh, that no, completely yeah. delegitimizes in your community. And you're just like, oh, this guy's great. Uh, and then he turns on you. You know what? I don't really have a lot of sympathy for not your Not at all. No, not at but all. But you, because you were sitting there being like the cheerleader for for this position. And then he bit you. Or oh, the team bit you. Here, I'm here. like, you know what you were doing. You, you made your money. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not condoning or like 
minimizing what he's done. But I was like, this is consistent behavior throughout. Here's the deal about, you're right. You're exactly right. But here's the deal about Omarosa. She is um, an opportunist. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, that is like her religion for her own self is just op- opportunism. So I don't, um, I don't have any sympathy. And this whole back and forth is kind of stupid to me. But it's just more distraction. Like, the whole... Like, number one, I don't feel sorry for her because she she's trying to be like ride or die for black people now, even though she wasn't at all. Not even though she she was ride or die for Trump because it was good for her at that time. She stepped on the black community's backs, faced, you know, genitalia, everything hard, hard, like twisted up like, oh, yeah, he 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 cares about our community. And you, know, like and you he, knew that wasn't the case. And you're talking you know, about like, these nigga tapes now. Like, get out of here. Bro. Man, nobody. Can, like, so anyway, I hope, uh, you know, nothing's going to come of this. She's just really and there's trying There's a whole to, bunch of them like that. She just was just tactless with it. I mean, like, I, every time they talk, I just look at them like, you're just so sad. And then you know what? All you're so, you're so, your wagon's so hitched to that. And yeah. Like, with a cotter pin. Yeah. And that you can't get loose because that's how you make your money and you need to live. And you just look in the mirror going like, hey, with a fake Stafford White smile. Like, I, I, I'm really valuable. I don't know how, to be honest. And here, she's trying to sell books, by the way. So that's the whole point of, of her uh, oh, yeah, doing they, this. They, they always did they, like the whole, um, Kardashian mentality, whatever. As long as I'm in the limelight, yeah, all publicity, yeah, exactly, all publicity. Even there's no ethics, there's no values. It's just, yeah, let me get it, let me get it. What can I milk out of this? Yeah, like please go away. I'm good with her, man. So, and it's such a shame. She, that's a, I'm, I'm, I'm just being objective. She's a good-looking woman. I feel like, and she's smart. I feel like she, she could do more than this like she, she's playing these bs games for publicity and okay she's trying to sell a book okay good but i feel like she could like really but just they, she could like run a company or something she's not a dumb woman but, they, but this has been their game for a long time all this they sell the same books the, the far right has been doing this but why are they so, so yeah no no hold on, hold on why are they so toxic like they're all just toxic shitty people like yeah. not just her i'm talking about um, who's who's the press secretary? The, the Huckab- Huckabee, Sarah. Like you're just a, a liar, and everyone hates you, and you and you know it. But you because like, they're not speaking to us; they're speaking only to him. You have a whole country that can't stand you, and no one believes you. But they don't see. But that the, who, who is the one with the alternative? Wait, hold on. Who is the alternative facts chick? What's her name? Remember her? She's still around, by the way. Nobody sees her, but she's still around. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The campaign manager, she got in a little bit of trouble. Uh, um, she ran an interesting campaign, actually. She's a... Kelly something. Yeah, she's a... Conway Kelly. Kellyanne Conway, yep. Yeah. She's a brilliant um, um, campaign manager. Really? But, oh, no, she's run major campaigns before. I mean, she knows what she's doing. But she, but what she shows is that you have no ethics. Not even like the veneer... The, what was is, is the... The many of them in that administration, there's some people who are going in because they believe that they're being paid. They ask the president asks them, and then they're in their role, and that's classic in the U.S., right? Mm. But the core center is just, I need to be close to power, no matter what it is, and I will parrot. They're not talking to, and I'm saying they're not talking to the American people. The only audience they care about is, you know, um, 45. 
Dope the, 45. Yeah, th- yeah, that's the only one that they care about. So they will continue to just tell the rest of us garbage where we don't even pay attention. Yeah. You know, I got my screening. I get my, I go through in the morning and I go, pathetic, pathetic, lose. I mean, like, this is not relevant. I can't even watch it. Like, when I, I look, don't really watch yeah. it, I, re- I just read the, um, the headline. I read what comes across the AP and some of the analysis. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this is. Oh, the scrolling thing, right? That's what you're saying? No, no. I have, um, I have a couple of, I have my fees that come through. Oh, okay. And I, you know, I'm yeah, not yeah. trying to stay in pushed headlines. They're just the same thing over and over again. That's yeah. not really helpful to me. Yeah. Um, well, I just, I just, it's just, it's really sad what this country's come to. And I feel like this. It's happened before. With who? Nixon or something? No. Well, yeah. It See, wasn't with Bush? Wasn't with... Uh, no, no, no. Those were like people had different ideological views or whatever. Nick, But th- this is the same thing that's happened twice, right? Both times, Nixon lied and manipulated going into the election. He actually extended the Vietnam War. That wasn't released until a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So Nixon, while... He run- extended it. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nixon betrayed us. So no, I know he was the worst, but I didn't. No, know. Slicky Dicky was bad, but he was bad. Wow, for Slicky Dicky, man. Tricky Dicky, Tricky Dicky is his nickname. <laughs> That's what they used to call him. Tricky Dicky. Tricky Dicky. All right. In black exploitation movies. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he is the villain. I mean, he he almost just tried to destroy um, James Brown's credibility. Really? Because James Brown, like Hank Aaron and all of them, were Republicans. They were Lincoln, really? They were all well. They were Lincoln Republicans because the Democratic Party in the forties yeah, was massively yeah. racist, right? <laughs> you know, they were Dixie Democrats, and they did not like them. So, um, Richard Nixon used the you know, like Hank Aaron and Jackson and a whole yeah all those uh, you know premier first mm-hmm. black um, leaders who tended to be of uh, many that came from the South mm-hmm. had that. Um, Lincoln Republican vein to them, or yeah, where yeah. Eisenhower Republicans, and um, yeah, he stepped all over him. <laughs> I just don't know. I, like, I don't understand the black people's allegiance to the Democratic Party now. Like, neither one of these parties care about you. Like, the, nobody's they, looking they, out they, for they, you. There's a complete. Well, we we talked about this before. If you compare, like, our governor, mm. you know, Charlie Baker, Mr. Ba- yeah, Charlie, 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 Charlie. I probably, when I was at that age, politically, you know, coming to my political um, activism mm. in my mid twenties, and the Republican Party was like Charlie Baker, like a Colin Powell, I probably would have been a Republican. I come from a, I, I have more of a steady like f- family view. I'm, I mean, I'm very progressive as far as like environmental rights, mm-hmm. equal rights, and those things. But so it's most of those guys come out of that space. Yeah. But they've never been able to check the lunacy and the, the 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 elements of a third of their party. They just says, "Oh, we're going to be massively racist," and they do and do nothing. You know, they just eh. and lie, massively lie. racist and lie a lot. That's <laughs> that's what I get. Like when yeah. I think of the current republic, they're they're always lying and they're just obscenely racist. But they know they'll do everything except say that they hate blank race or yeah. blank. The racist yeah. and xenophobic. Yeah. Because the group of them are not saying internally, hey, bro, you're not going to do that. Yeah. It's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Holding your group accountable. Yeah. They're terrible at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Giuliani. No matter what they do, oh, he will turn Lord, his... Op- One, he shows his true colors. 
Remember when he was so loved? He was like the most loved Mere, politician. He was loved because 9-11. Exactly. Happened. Until he started coming out of the... I don't know. Coming out of the closet is probably not the best word. But until he started coming out of the closet to as show who he, he really, really was. Because he was a terrible like, oh, you're kind of a shithead, actually. Like, you like, oh, yeah. you were stopping and, you know. The stop and frisk and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, that, that was a great policy. I'm like, you imprisoned tons of black. Good Lord, man. You know. And that stuff is still happening today. If you look at it, though, some of the key people, there's a documentary on Netflix that, um. Um, my wife is watching. Um, I don't know the name of it, but it's about the young man that was wrongfully arrested and then stayed in jail for like two, two, three oh, years. Oh, that kid, and he killed himself, right? Yeah, he eventually oh, killed man. himself. Yeah, but then you realize that all these corrupt politics, all these corrupt places, a lot of them, they were black figureheads that came into these dysfunctional, moved their way up in these dysfunctional systems, and I'm like, yeah. The person who makes it into a toxic group, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what they what they look like. They're keeping that organization's mantra alive, you know, yeah. that, that mentality, unless you're strong enough of will and character to change it. Yeah. Most people aren't. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's, um, yeah, we're going to get nothing but trash and filth for, for a little while. I just fear, I fear that... Um I fear that we're going to have an even worse Republican because it always goes back and forth. Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican. Number one, any Republican that we have here in Massachusetts, they're generally really likable and not racist buttholes. Yeah, like Charlie do. Baker, I, I when I look at his Twitter and I, I see what he does, and he's like going to inner city schools and all the typical stuff. He doesn't seem like a racist old white guy. No, he's a real cool dude. He se- I've met him a lot of times. Yeah, he seems like, he he just seems I like mean, a Democrat. At, I know he's not a Democrat, but he seems like one. But if you look at it, and you look at his cabinet, his cabinet is mixed between yeah. gender and races. He is very about, on the investment side, he's, you know, Republican. He, you know, he's about growing the economy and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, but, uh, He's not like, hey, let's cut public education. And I was like, no. Which there are governors in this country that be like, yeah, we shouldn't be paying for public education. I'm like, uh, do you know what happens to countries that don't pay for public education? Their people don't do well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to. I want to put an Instagram um, something out. Um, I'm trying to figure this out on the fly. I, but well, you know what? Though? I don't know what's going on. If, this is me thinking. <laughs> I'm but, old. You know, I can't do it. Wait, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Here, here it is. Like, if Hillary would have won, Charlie, Charlie Baker would have had a good chance of being president this cycle coming up. Because the the country would only elect her for like one cycle. Now, there ain't no way this country is gonna elect. Well, low, very, very, very low probability that this country is going to elect another Republican. So, if, well, even, not immediately. No, no, oh, yeah, yeah. Not I mean, because I mean, we'll go back and forth, and then people will forget what happened. I, I don't know why that's always the case, too. Yeah. Uh, you don't know how to use Instagram, do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, make a new um, Dealy Bob. Uh, I don't do all my transactions on Instagram, yeah. Like Instagram is for like pictures that I'm haven't been doing. So I, when I go to events, I push stuff out of Instagram. I link to my tw- Facebook and well, because Facebook owns Instagram, and then move it into my Twitter. 
How do I freaking add a new one? Damn it, man. All right, I'm going to have to play with this off the air so I'm not, you know, killing the listeners right now. But, um, like, he's just like pressing buttons right now. What's yeah, going it's on? like, dude, this is not interesting. <laughs> um, no, no. So, anyway. I, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know if the, the Congress is going to change enough to actually have enough votes to lead to impeachment or anything like that. So, but I think what will happen is the country will be like, okay, that was a mistake. We'll get a go ahead more a slightly more progressive Democrat in in, in 2020. Slightly, I don't think Democrats really like progressives. To be honest, I know the progressives are technically They're part in, of the Democratic wing. Or well, so. we, had, we had no other place to go to. I mean, <laughs> but the thing here's the thing: like, I think Democrat current Democrats, like establishment Democrats, they're so. Um, they're just so corporate now. They might as well. They're almost like Republicans, to be honest. To me, as far as vibe, they just are like a friendlier version, a yeah, less a they, less I racist. Think, I think they got. Um, they weren't winning. I don't think they're gonna win because they're they too. Um, because there's no. Because the people can't tell the difference between the what they were calling blue dog Republicans or blue dog Democrats or Reagan Democrats. Yeah. And. Um, nice Republican. It's not enough of a contrast. There's no strength. This is what it is. There's no strength with them. They don't stand for anything. I don't know what they stand for. Well, like, well, who the thing is, who the, are they? I know the Republicans. They stand for no immigration, a big dumbass wall. Uh, I, oh, man. Those, those freaking kid, the kids at the border strategy, just drives me like, crazy. Like, well, we need to be responsible. Look, look, you know that this your current adversary is going to be bombastic. They're going to make you come to the table, negotiate, and then as you go to implement, they're going to move the goalpost, they, no. which means they're going to change, they're going to renege. Like, if you were playing space, they're reneggers. Reneggers? Yeah. <laughs> they're reneging <laughs> all the time. They're and they're cutting, yeah. and they're passing cards underneath the table. Why you even... You, you, you and they're trying this, to play clean with them or something. You're trying to play... You, you said, look, this is where it is, yeah. and that's it. And like, if you're gonna come, you're gonna come into like the normalcy. I will do business with you here. Anything else, don't even waste my time. You know what? I and I don't. I try not to pay too much attention to this kind of stupid Democrat Republican stuff. But I will say, I know this. Not all Republicans in this way. This no, no, is no, just, no, this no. Is no. Like, this is not all Republic or all Democrats. Not all these guys are are a holes, right? But I remember when. Um, Obama was trying to put in the Supreme Court justice or not get, at least just get someone nominated, right? Yeah. And then they wouldn't even barely cooperate. Nobody was coming to... Because they... they but it worked out for them. But this is yeah. what I'm saying. So the the Republicans now are putting uh, whoever they're, they're totally bought corrupt judge in and they're going to pass them through and everything. But I guarantee you they're going to get cooperation from the Democrats. But when it was the other way around, the Republicans... Like down the line, we are not participating in this. Well, see now. And so what what happened is now the Republicans in the last um, between the end of the Bush administration and the current thing mm-hmm. have five Supreme Court justice appointments, and they're all relatively it, young people. Oh, like, so they're not dying anytime. <laughs> you die. You, you, you oh, know, man. people resign from the Supreme Court in their 90s or their deathbed. So Supreme Court justices really do. Uh, I've ch- been reading up on these things. They can change the course of a country legally. Yes. 
And I did not know this. I was like, man, Supreme Court, whatever, son. I don't know nothing, whatever. It's good. Uh, but no, they can really change the direction of a comp- of a country legally, of this country legally. And um, I would not want to be dealing with Donald Trump era bullshit for the next 30 it's years. It's in. I don't like that. I really don't done. like that. Like, I can't, I can barely handle two more years no, of no, this bump, dickhead. Bump beyond him, it's yeah. really Mitch McConnell, because Mitch McConnell is racist, evil bastard. Right? Well, they all are, though. No, they're, no, no. Like, they're just Mitch playing, McConnell like, is all part really of the same football team. not a good person. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he's always wanted to run the Senate. The Senate is very, very powerful. Mm. And they've put probably. 40 to 70 federal judges being appointed right now going to be throughout the Trump era. Yeah. Do you think those people are voting for equal rights? Less so. You think they're voting for women's rights? I don't think so. Not equal pay? Not at all. No. Anything Votes that would make your regular life better? No. They mm. will they're helping vote. out their homies. That's what they're doing. No, they, they're baking in and the they're, And they're racist base. They love those guys because yeah. they will, they're right or they're, die. They're baking in the 1970s for another, yeah. another uh, 20 years. So basically what this ensures is Unless that... Unless they do... A, but they might be so horribly ethical that they, they may continue to do a lot of illegal stuff because they seem to be not the judges right now, but the politicians... Mm-hmm. Um, associated with them, they're just so sloppy and like cavalier. They like and be like, you, "Did you know that you just broke like multiple so here, <laughs> federal it, laws and you're going to yeah. go to jail?" Here's, so they might all end up in jail eventually, but I, it's not um, going to happen. Nah. They're not going to end up in jail. But here's the way I look at these things: like when I see um, an operation that is kind of sloppy, but it's it's got a lot of power. That's only the beginning. So what we're looking at this is just my version of things. We're looking at the beginning of a new era of Republicans. This is in my head. This is the way I see things. And they're kind of sloppy and everyone's lying. They're getting caught in their lies. And, you know, everybody knows they're full of crap and everything. But what I know, and now that I know about what the Supreme Court actually does, the next Republican Party is going to be competent and just as evil. Like we have right now, I feel like the administration that we have now they're evil. They're all racist. They're all about corporations, but they're incompetent and oh, you, yeah, because yeah. you can see it. Yeah, they're like, like the they thing, don't even value me enough to no. like pretend to lie. Like, see, they hear. Well, no, they pretend to lie. Like, all, like, who, but they're not. They don't even. They're not competent. Exactly. They're, it's really like someone put their cousin in charge, Ex- and they can't do the job. They were never qualified to go. do the job. Exactly. And they're like. You know, reading cliff notes. Yeah. And we're all like, we all know you're reading cliff notes. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're (laughs) like, dude, I know, like, let's say we're all sitting in the classroom and we know that this student is up there reading uh, plagiarized material or something like that. We we literally saw him like copying people's stuff in the hallway. Exactly. And and they're up there pretending to be serious. They're like, you need to listen to me. I did his work. And they're like, no, No, you didn't. So that's exactly what this is. But here's the deal. The framework is being set up in this preliminary period, and I feel like the next Republican administration are going to be just as a holish, but they're going to be competent. So it's similar but to the way they used to be competent. They didn't believe in your stuff. They were like, OK, what do you mean they used to be competent. The Republican Party. No. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. They never. I mean, they were like socially functional. 
Yeah. Like, they're like, okay, we are not going to go and champion any of these major causes yeah. unless we get something in our interest. Yeah. Then we'll do that, right? And actually, kind of both of them are. That, we, that's exactly we, what I was going to say. Really that's good. what they. That's kind of how they get down. Like, which is our core group that we have to at least talk to and, you know, pass a couple of things in that, in that ilk, and then we'll do business as usual. Yeah. And they slide around a little bit. Yeah. But then these guys are like, oh, this is all bad. We're going to go over there and throw everyone out. And they're just. Comp- they don't know they're completely incompetent Man. they have like harebrained ver- views of the world they're just in power right now yeah so those guys are going to go away um the, the pendulum is going to swing back we're going to come in and bring some competent democrats l- in democrats more who are probably all doing the same things but they're going to keep it under wraps Oh yeah, they, they, we're gonna pass some new ethical laws that already exist. There's actually no yeah. need for them because ICE doesn't. We already have things that address all the things that ICE does. It's just they add things just to make it look right. Yeah, we're like but, oh yeah. yeah, we gotta pass some new stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean this is this is how because when you look at it, when the U.S. government was so corrupt in the '70s that the FBI, the Justice Department, gave the waiver to Congress. And throughout the state and federal government, that if you came clean with what you're doing, we w- so they gave the armistice. So they, they say, hey, if you come through this per- this period of time uh, and tell us, be, you know, tell us everything that's going on, we will not charge you. There was so much corruption that came to the light of day in the 70s. That's where we put in a lot of these eth- more ethical laws on what politicians can do, what um Officers and, and politically appointed and civil um, government officials can do because mm. th- people were stealing. Yeah. And they were stealing. They were lying. They were manipulating. They had no really checks and balances. It was crazy. So now these guys have come back in and they've really damaged that because they really do kind of believe that they can. You know, it's okay for me to make money. You can still make money. I'm not against them making money. Yeah. Don't yeah. steal from me, dude. Yeah, seriously. That's yeah. all I'm asking. Don't steal from me. Don't cut me out. So at least say, hey, we're, we're, we're about playing fair. You're not about playing fair. No. Man, I really want to figure out this freaking Instagram. I want to put yeah. up a video. But um, no, they're, they're not about it. But at least, you know, pretend. Uh, yeah. yeah. At least, <laughs> you know, like if there's you know. if there's. A hundred seats at the table, and you need to set ten for your people. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. But don't don't. Do I the, assume that that's going to happen anyway. It's yeah. not right. Yeah, but it's. I mean, everybody. I yeah. mean, every culture does that. Yeah. But there's a difference where you put ninety seats at the table, and you say, "Oh, it's open." Yeah. And you're only given ten seats. It's all old white men. White men. Yeah. Who all happen to agree on. <laughs> on who the all, issues. All, yeah. Old wealthy. White men, so with a very similar agenda. Here's the which deal: which is protecting their industries and their wealth flows. The the which way is killing us. The way this is going, because the Democrats aren't offering anything, because um, they're all full of s and everyone knows it. I'm telling you, man, the next Republican administration, they're going to be friggin' ninjas, bro. They're going to be very convincing. But they, they're not going to be in for. It's going to go the because the country's going to swing. It went really far one way. It's going to go. We should go Demo- have a small Democratic wave, maybe a large Democratic wave right now. Because people. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Not, we, not the way. We, we, but we do constantly swing back and forth. You're yeah, right. But Trump's a lightning rod. Everyone who does not like Trump or what he stands for or what his beliefs or the. He's. It's sort of like what Obama was, was 
people had like underneath racial tensions. You're right. Like, yeah. It was like, but there's a Negro in charge of me. By all <laughs> by all measures, most measures, he was actually a good president. Okay? Yeah, he was a very good president. Like he was no scandals. No uh, crazy things. Now, there was a lot of stuff that happened behind the scenes, which I don't agree with. Like, they got rid of habeas corpus and all this other stuff, and they're, they're prosecuting whistleblowers, which they shouldn't be doing. They should be protecting them. All types of death and murder across on overseas I mean, and regular, missiles and stuff. This is all stuff. very uh, American that we just... It's like, like right under the surface, which we don't pay attention to. Um, all that stuff was horrible, evil stuff. And it all happened under Obama. The 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 children getting separated at the border, that wasn't just with Trump. That was happening with Obama, too. That Often. Um, so there's a, di- di- there's a different of what was happening now versus that. Well, hold on. But yeah, yeah. No, no. But listen. So what I'm saying, though, is um, on the surface, he was a good president. I, I actually missed the days of Obama. I didn't vote for him or anything. I don't vote in presidential elections because I feel like they're fixed. Um, but I enjoyed the peace of mind, not knowing every time I turn on the friggin' well, I don't have a TV, but every time I, I watch the news or on YouTube or whatever, the what's the next dumbass thing that our president said? And, or you know, anyone and, associated, and I mean, then so all, many people associated with the administration. Yeah, and everyone's just lying to everyone's faces. Like, it's like, do you think I'm 10? Like, do you, am I a 10 year old? Am I a 10 year old watching? Think, like, I, I can't tell when you're lying. 10 year olds know they're lying. Like, yeah. I mean, five. Kindergartners are like, why yeah. are you just lying to but me? It's it's like you know what it is. It's it's like mentally and emotionally exhausting. This it president, is. yeah, <laughs> this you know president is? is exhausting my mental capabilities. It's like someone's been lying to you that they're Santa Claus, and you're old and enough, to and you're know. looking at him, you and he's still no, no, him. dude, I'm Santa Claus for real, dude. Yeah, and they're not even trying not to tell beard. you that Santa Claus is for the <laughs> for the like. The fairy tale storytelling for you to have a nice imagination. Yeah, it's because they want to continue to work at the mall to keep their job. Yeah, you know, then so they need to push Santa Claus, and and they're a terrible Santa Claus. They don't even look like Santa the Claus other thing is this Santa Claus actually has uh, power, and you and you have to kind of somewhat go along with the person, even though you know this guy is full of shit. But I think one of the things is people talk oh, about. Man. The, People talk about the laws, but there were a lot of what's more important than laws is normative behavior, those social context rules. Those are those are hard. We put those together. Those are more important than laws. You they're say they're way more important laws. Okay, because laws are the boundary. So yeah, um, you have to operate within the boundaries. Yes, you're, you're correct. But okay. social con- social norms and conventions are more powerful because let's say we're we're here right now. And we're doing a podcast in this, and this, this, I didn't have to register. I mean, this is, you know, my building and so forth, right? Yeah. But those people that came by, they could have came in here and just been loud and sat around and said, hey, it's completely open. But they're being polite. Social convention says, yeah. you don't come in here when someone else is already in sure. there. It's kind of like Understood. informally, yeah. right? Yeah. We can go past a bunch of rules about this in there, and then it's going to really, it's going to suck. Yeah. People, it's going to cause a lot more tension, yeah. and two, it will erode um, that that informal respect. Mm. You know, because human beings always set those things up. Yep. That's just, like, just part of what we do. Yep. Human experience. When you, yep. when you either pay for it or you make it very legal, like litigious, it erodes. It can erode um, 
that that sense of community reciprocity all any of those types of words it's really this this thing of like okay what paying to attention to the social cues and like reaffirming them what what this administration is doing right now it's You're talking about etiquette and manners that's really all etiquette and manners yeah, yeah yeah no i get it yeah yeah that stuff is being crushed those we we spent hundreds of you know you're right yeah you're putting them in place yeah and we kind of like okay this is they're they're not hard rules they're like oh we never had to do this it's like you know not only you've like crapped all over the place mm-hmm. it's sort of like you don't have to put a toilet in you shouldn't put a toilet in the middle of your living room yeah you know it's not illegal but so it's disgusting i feel i and this is another thing i wanted to get to is i feel that the the way uh, as far as like the etiquette and manners aspect of this and just acting with grace and dignity that's just wildly thrown out the window with reckless abandon yeah and this is the kind of thing that like starts wars you know because on the other hand like what this whole bs with russia and everyone like on our and msnbc all these guys are doing this or there there is some truth to it but it's not to what they're making it out to be. They're I making mean, the it out Russians to be. Russians do mess the with Russians. elections. Okay, they're very we, good at it. We all do. Ameri- How many has America messed with? Many. Okay, and I, I, I have, I wholeheartedly believe that they probably did some marketing, probably put in a couple million dollars, and they put some stuff. But that's not where our problems come from as Americans. That's just what they felt was good for business for Russia over there. Oh and yeah, they, yeah. The Russians so needed to slow us down a little. So bit. So here's the thing: it's gonna happen. Expect it, and we do it to everyone else. So let's move on and let's let's have compelling candidates that make people want to vote in the right but, way. Uh, it's not, but what it's not, what it isn't, it's not the Russians hacked our election and changed oh, the votes into the no, put them no, into no, Trump. No, they didn't do yeah, that. so it's just so at the end of the day, all they did was put out some propaganda. That's really what it was. What, what they to. were doing is that they found the Russians and they're good at it. They tapped into that underground, so they were putting in yeah a lots of misinformation yeah. And it's marketing. Ta- that's all it is. Very, very well so. <laughs> I mean, um, effective marketing. But I don't. Public I, relations was designed with the, the, yeah. the discipline of public relations, as far as uh, a way was designed by the German fascists. I don't. By the Nazis. I don't doubt it. In fact, I don't it, doubt it. It was amazing. Um, and I mean, have you have you read up on the Germans in World War One and World War Two? Mm-hmm. A lot of. I'm not. This might not be a popular opinion, but some of that. Uh, psychology that they were doing kind of borderline genius I might even say no 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 no. they uh, were they were it, it was academically brilliant morally no, corrupt morally was not good we're we are not for the you know for the Germans in that era we're not saying yeah, that yeah no not the German people but, they, they, but, what, but the but thing anyway, is yeah. you had the German people you know what how did the German people are the ones that decided to hold their their own government yeah. and their former leadership accountable they went no, they're like what you did to us was so egregious yep. that we don't want to we, we're not going to let you just come back into our society absolutely not exactly yeah and we, I don't know what they we're, not accountable. At, we're not we're not at that level though. of like Nazism right? <laughs> no we're not but, but I think what, we're I think we're going this is what I'm saying in two like another generation of Republicans when it swings back that way we might be they, they, because yeah, they, that's they, where that's the direction it's headed in. So, like, you have guys like that coder, that engineer at Google, who, uh, and, and Google's a great company. All right, they they try, and, and this has been in other companies. There are guys in the and 
other spaces, tech energy spaces, who are deeply sexist and racist and think they have a right to be so. You're like, sure. you're, you're impeding on my free speech. I was like, you do have the right to say whatever you want to. Yeah. You don't need to be employed here, though. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you don't get to go and like make a horrible workspace for everybody else because... Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, not a happy person. Yeah, you know you hold some crazy views. You're like, um, but these guys are so emboldened; it's going to turn into just more. Just man, dude, it's just it's. I'm telling you, I I think a lot, right? The I, way I see this, I can see it. I can see the way it's it's branching off, and I can see the different paths it could possibly take. What we have now in Trump is just a seed of the anger and hatred of what it's going to be in 20 years, right? And it's going to be really bad. And I don't foresee anything changing because of the corporate direction that Democrats are going. And Republicans, they're in that same vein. But but hold on. Like, it's going to be, we're going to have an evil, competent Trump in 20 years. And he, the only thing that I don't, I, 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 um, I'm trying to see solace in is that America is so diverse, like racially and and ethnically and uh, not ethnically, I guess it's the same as racially, but uh, religiously, that maybe Americans will finally not tolerate this. But there's also on the other end, there's so many racial sellouts that kind of like buy into the dominant societies. You can make a lot of money selling your race. Exactly. And so you might find that we'll have a lot of people buying into like, like, have you ever seen the um, those imams and stuff that come on Fox News and bash Islam, like those type of guys. Oh, like these, yeah, they these, really kind of. So I don't really wonder if they were ever imams. Like I don't think they were. I think I they're think just they guys just, who are like, oh yeah, totally. I'll be an imam for today. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, really, yeah I hate those guys anyway. I read, so come I, read, on. I read the Quran before. Yeah, I, I must be exactly, imam. exactly. Uh, so and then, like ninth, the fourteenth century. Uh, uh, so one of the things is I think that. Is touching right now, and this yeah. is not just the United States. This is Western Europe power structure. Is that they've been told that you are superior, or you led to this great society that we have, if you believe that. And it was only for some of them. Mm. And the average Joe that's been out there in England and in France and Germany and here in America and in mm. Canada, yeah, they now. And we talked about this before. They've been running this race, and they were they were light years ahead. But they weren't the best runners. Mm. The guys who were the best runners, those are the billionaires, millionaires. They're way out there. They're yeah. comfy, man. They like they don't care which way it goes anyway. They're, they're, they're like yeah, they're like good. <laughs> I've already. They're I'd already, love to be there. That'd be a nice they're, position. They're, to be they're, in, they're running races for fun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're like the guy, but like, oh yeah, I have, um, this is my tenth marathon. Day. Like the Coke brothers. I don't think. I think they're just trying to. No, no, they're not good people. Um, no, but I don't think they like. Do they really? Okay, let's say they pay an extra half a billion dollars in taxes, right? What does that really those, mean? Those to guys them? would gut us to not pay a half a billion dollars in taxes. But do you think they care though, or no, do you no, think no, they're they, just? They will, maybe they do. I don't they, know. They have done some stuff to reduce. They will. But they already got billions. Like why? Like what? You can't even spend people. it. But if they let's say they stop now and started spending, you know what? I'm going to spend $3 million a day for the rest but, of my life. If, you're only, <laughs> if your value is how much money is in your account, uh-huh. then you, you're, you're anything that you do to touch that. 
but they can't even spend it. Like what? What? Why? Like I just don't get it. Yeah, but, I don't know, man. You know, yeah, I I agree with you, but yeah, they, you you see their their behavior. Yeah, you know what? Way. I think they do care. I think they, they care do. deeply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they, anyway, sorry. They, 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 when they start, but like the taxpayer, like what about the citizen? <laughs> what about the resident that lives here? Because yeah. not everyone that pays taxes is actually a human being. A lot of taxpayers are a variety of different entities that we create. True that. Yeah. Um, so you can chill with that. I mean, technically, I'm three taxpayers. Does that really mean that I'm oh, three human- corporations? Yeah. 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 And, I'm, and then the, the nonprofits. So if I wanted to talk about all the persons that I somehow influence and that are somehow taxpayers, it would yeah. be six because of the four nonprofits, too. Even wow. though they pay some level of tax in, in, mm-hmm. in some regard. Yeah. Don't I'm not six people. I'm one person. Yeah, I'm just in six different entities, right? Yeah. Um. Anyway, um. Just wanted to get that. So when they talk about the taxpayer, don't let them hit you with that taxpayer stuff. But like, yeah, yo, what about, about corporations? <laughs> yeah, they ain't talking about you all the way. They yeah. deluded you now. But what it's talking to those guys is that what resonated with Trump. You see people voting with him, and this happened with Brexit. It's happening with what happened with the French. The Italians actually calmed that down a little bit. It, 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 well, the French slowed it down. There was mm-hmm. this whole movement, and it's deep in Europe, and it's of the 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 privilege of whiteness within working class society mm. does not exist anymore. But they think it does. They but because it's but been it so, it's been sold to them for so many generations. Yeah. yeah. For the last several hundred years, that they had it, and and they 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 vote based on they thinking it exists. They think that it exists, but it doesn't. You that's can't. why that's why they're out here voting for Trump because they think that he's yeah. protecting that. Yeah. But hey, yeah. it's it's gone. It's the, it's, it's in gone. smoke because you because yeah. you're those guys, those billion, your neighbor who's the millionaire mm-hmm. knows that he can get if he going for cheap labor. Yeah. You know, you trying to devalue the U.S. labor market. You can't compete with China. You, you can't. You can't compete with Vietnam. No. You're not competing Singapore, with Singapore. All these different places. Yeah, you can't Singapore's do it. actually a little expensive, but you you you, you can't do it. Yeah. So why even try? Yeah. They do is not going to hire you. But what you're doing is making sure for for cheap labor. He, you're lowering his cost for the American for American labor in other areas. But here's the here's how the, does that help us? But here's the issue with that. The way capitalism is structured, what else can he do? I'm talking about the business. Like, let's say me and you, we start this stove business, right? Are we going to pay to have these stoves made in America where we'll have to sell each stove for $120 no, a piece? No, that doesn't make sense. We, it can't be done. So in order for me to be competitive in the marketplace, I have to, I have to be in, like, let's say for Thobes specifically. I'm going to have a higher quality Thobe. It'll probably be in like the $30 to $50 range. I can't do that and make a profit and have it made in America. It's not possible. No, you can sell it with the, <clears throat> the low quality Thobes in America. And for those of you who forgot, the Thobes are the, the dressed. Um, the long, uh, it's the basically long, a long dress shirt. <laughs> it's a long dress shirt that Muslim that, men, and, uh, well, not all Muslim, Muslim, Arabic, South Asian men wear. And it's, it's a sign of, it's a, it's a fashion sense. It's actually very comfortable. Very comfortable. Good for praying in. No whale tail action with those. Yeah. Um, they're great. But what and they I, keep you cool in the hot environment. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the thin ones do. There's different versions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The winter I, I, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them too. So, Good in winter time too. But I'm saying the, it's not incentivized. And the, the, the other, so in America, we have so many incentives for different businesses, like the oil 
industry. They get a lot of incentives where they pay almost negative tax or something like that. To well, yeah, they pay taxes. Like the reason credits and all this stuff. The, 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 the reason the why our zero. gas is cheap here, and you, and you go to you know uh, Europe and it's like ten dollars a gallon, and we're still paying around three to four dollars a gallon, is because of the there's tax incentives for them to sell the gas in America, and it, it just sort of is just yeah. And it, Western Europe doesn't have natural gas except for like. Norway and Sweden, they they get their gas from the Russians. Okay, and, and North Africa. So my point is, though, it there's it's it's not incentivized enough for business owners to keep businesses in America, and Trump was talking about that like he was going to change things and make it so it promotes American business. He's not changing anything because that's just the way it's going well, to be. That's the do- way capitalism is going to be. It's what gonna- he's doing is defending old businesses who are those rich white guys exactly on their their systems who are not competing in the innovation space where the the working class the professional class yeah. who's going to be the new money is yeah. going to go in so he's actually making in the environment harder for new people to come and make wealth because you're going to come it's much easier for me as an american business owner to go and make money on the world stage because yeah. Trump's crazy statements be damned, the state, the the infrastructure is very stable here, right? As far as sure, uh, yeah, uh, uh, all compared of to the rest of the world, right? yes, compared it is. to the rest of the world, like your contracts yeah. are protected here. Yeah, you, you have enforcement you, and everything. Yeah, yeah. you could take someone to court. You may or may not get your money, but you can at least take them to court, and they actually they will be uncomfortable yeah um <laughs> <laughs> but that i mean sometimes that's all is needed yeah, that's yeah. all is needed. even the letter be like yeah dude you yeah. got to be uncomfortable they're gonna pay you like you can get some of your money back other exactly. places they'd be like oh this is nice paper yeah <laughs> <laughs> i sorry not pay you no, that, yeah. <laughs> i don't <even>. sorry <laughs> that was not land i yeah. gave you banana leaves yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i mean uh, wait are we being uh we're being kind of racist, right? We're being a little racist. That's probably uh, but, not. Good. But it's actually kind of true. But it's it, hey, if yeah. you're doing business, I mean, it's it's you know, you wouldn't go do business in a in a back alley someplace in yeah. America. You might get got. You got to know where you're at. Like the biggest copyright infringers in the world is in China. There's a reason why they can't get their get them to stop making things that don't belong to them. Like making know, all the Tommy bags and the, or whoever. Because they license yeah. them over there still themselves. Exactly. <laughs> so look, it is what it is. Most of the world's fraud is in Eastern Europe. Really? I yeah. Thought it was China. Mm-mm. Mm. Fraudsters are right there in um, uh, Georgia, Czech Republic, Bulgaria, Ukraine, Russia. Mm. Those dudes, when they are. Well, they have some access to decent broadband, not always, but mm. they have um, Russian uh, infrastructure. They're well educated in the Russian math system mm. and in engineers, and they have horrible economies. So you got so people, you have driving factors, right? You there. got driving factors. Okay, right. so I'm, uh, I'm somewhat educated and I have some talent. I just remembered how to do the video on Instagram. Hold on. Oh yeah, fantastic! You have to shoot the video and then upload it to Instagram from the phone. You can't go to Instagram and just hit video. I'm a genius. I think of these things. <laughs> it only took him an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Literally an hour and two minutes. I'm over here trying to figure it out. That's um, what it is. So, so anyway, so um, as we were saying, this all these guys who are talking about this stuff, the Trump Brexit, these are just barometers of this fear of losing white privilege. Instagram straight flexing 
Uh, hey. Hey, uh, what's up? This is Shaman over here. Iron Man Abdullah. Look, I'm trying to do, because I'm, I'm fat, I'm trying to do the fat. Did you lose weight? Uh, from this angle, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instagram straight flexing. Mm. All right, there you go. So, um, yeah, yeah, and that's real dangerous because you had guys in, uh, from an American standpoint who were sharecroppers, as poor as an ex-former slave next to him, who is also a sharecropper, voting not in his interest because he wanted because he was white. And that's still there deep in our culture. You know what I mean? We grew up in that. And I don't think many of them even know that they're doing it. That's sort of like a sagging pants. We were, mm-hmm. we were old enough when that came in vogue, which meant that was prison style. It meant that you were someone's beat. Somebody's beat. You, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You were taken. Yeah. Exactly. You, oh, man. That's terrible. Yeah. Right. Whew. Yeah. Manhood gone. Yeah. And that became a style that people going to be like, oh, that proves that I'm tough. I've been to per- I'm like, that does not prove that you're tough. <laughs> you know, uh, I think you might want to know where this style came from and what you're actually advocating. And two, you look ridiculous. Yeah. I think my phone's going to die while this is uploading because it's at like 6%. Now it's down to 5%. I don't have an Apple charger. Yeah, on man, damn it, man. Oh, success. Oh, right. And then the phone dies. It's <laughs> about to die. Um, man, damn it, man. Um, yeah, man. But I'm anyway, a doctor, not a magician. Yeah, uh, I kind of missed some of what you said. <laughs> Can't lie. Uh, I was, I, I was I'm preoccupied. Just, no, I was just. But you were talking to the listeners. I was talking to the listeners. There you go. Drilling, drilling down. Yeah. But like, hey, man, uh, I'm a white guy. I don't really feel that way. I was like, I'm not saying that you necessarily feel that way. I'm saying there are members of your group that feel that way. Mm-hmm. Sort of like um, why the people are still talking about good here in yeah. the black and Latino community. That is still that is still, still a, thing. a thing. There's still people with jerry curls. Have you seen that? How oh, you still got a curl? Currently? Yeah. That's I disgusting. saw some old black. Oh, women. old. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I haven't with, seen with that like in a, a minute. Dry ultra perm. That's you know, nasty, you know, bro. You know what you know what I'm talking about with it. It's not juicy anymore, and it's just like, like you are still damaging your hair. Like you know that it's been horrible for like the last 30 years. That was a terrible. Get that soul go all out your head. I used to, I remember I was, I was uh, when we were kids. This was back in the 80s. And there was this pimp I used to see around um, Family Foodland a lot. Family Foodland is, uh, doesn't exist anymore. It's currently. What is Family Foodland now? It's like called like Save a Lot or something. Oh, Save a Lot. It's like a. It's basically a ghetto grocery store, and, and it um, still is. And I remember it. It still is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I remember that um, there's this old pimp, and he had a a white and brown Jerry curl, and you could smell it like like a, a couple aisles over from him. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I used to see him like let's say. Let's say my mother would send me to get groceries, like, let's say twice a month. I would see him at least once a month, just walking in there. He probably had some holes with him or something. I never saw them because I was too little to pick up on that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm looking back now, and I now I know, oh, that was a pimp. But back then, I was like, man, who's this smelly old dude with his greasy, nasty hair? <laughs> and it was, it was just, but I remember it because it was like, he had like white and brown. Like, I guess his hair was brown at some point, but it was mostly white. And it was like old and smelly and had all this like gold you know that gross cheap yellow gold yeah nasty jewelry on and his yeah. like chest hair all out and i was thinking like what if his chest hair is like getting caught in his like 
in his like herringbone necklace and it was I wonder if it would like catch it <laughs> like when he's taking off and pulling like oh, oh man I bet that tough. sucks but anyway he probably had, had did he have like rings on every finger yeah like real like rings on every finger and it's like you know summertime and he's got like a mink on or something like that like real just like real weird pimp stuff no, but anyway so you still see look if you're dressing that way to be well you could be a hipster trying to think that you're no hipsters are annoying What's with the lo- the curly mustaches? You know, you just want to buy. That's a hipster. Yeah. yeah, with the uh, the old English time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you do it like every once in a while, just to like spice it up, yeah, that's kind of funny. But when you do it all the time, yeah, no, yeah. it's weird. It's weird, dude. Like Dudley weird. on Street Fighter. Um, but yeah, like who does that? Every, like who really needs to do that every day? Like I got to go get my mustache waxed out and curl it every single. Like that's crazy. Yeah. That's but um, yeah, man. I just feel like let me let me shoot a theory at you. Let me see what you think. I'm pretty sure you're going to disagree with me. But I feel, as you know, I feel like America's going downhill. Right. I don't think there's a lot of recourse that can be hap- that can happen right now. And I feel that because of the way our government is, so we have we have these different factors. We have the Republicans who are, um, well, the establishment Republicans who are embarrassing us at every turn. They're constantly lying. They have a fan base that's very strong. Technically, those aren't establishment Republicans. Those are ultra conservatives. You talking about Trump and them? No, Trump is just Trump. But the people that support him, those are establishment Republicans. Those are corporate. Like when I say say establishment, what that means in me, in my head, is corporate. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're very corporate. corporate whether yeah, it's cor- banks, whether it's corporate. All right, so yeah. all those guys pretty much support him. All right, and they support both sides. They, they don't care who wins. So long as you keep my taxes exactly, low. Exactly right. So you got those guys. Then you have their base, the racist base, who um, supports them fervently because they feel like Trump is protecting. You know, on the low key, they 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 think that he's protecting whiteness is really what they think that he's yeah. doing, and middle class whiteness. He's not at all. But no. they think that because they bought into the idea that that's something that really exists, and, and it doesn't and really somehow, exist anymore. I think some of them think like he earned, he made his money himself, like he's a boot rags to riches oh, guy. Oh, bro, his dad, his dad his was one wasn't did. he like a uh, old friggin' pimp or something? Or no, no his no. grandfather, his grandfather who came um, from somewhere Scotland, Scotland or something. Scotland I, wasn't he, I think he was a pimp, bro. Uh-huh. He was like a pimp and like a, a slumlord. Well, the the Frank Trump. Who's the one who made the money? The yeah. father. He was a in construction and a real estate guy, and he was a vicious racist. Wait, mm-hmm. was there someone who's a pimp? Or maybe I'm thinking of the Kennedys. I think no. So the Kennedys made their money from alcohol. Oh, they were bootleggers. They were, All right, so I'm so mixing they, up the story. They, they own yeah, yeah. they own the bar, and then doing the things they were bootleggers, and then they so they it, so hold on, I say money. So anyway, Trump was. Um, uh, he got his money from his dad. His dad was like some vicious racist land slumlord slash, like, construction, slash construction guy. So he did not earn any money to this day, really. I think he just comes with up with ideas and he puts people in a, in a position to do what he wants I mean, them to he do. He was making a little bit and of money. And he burns all his... Like, has, has he had a successful business? Once his daughters came of age? Yeah. I'm not talking about his... I'm talking about him. Has he had a successful business venture? Where well, as a media person, yes. Okay, media business, but that's because he's he is. I can't front. He's entertaining. <laughs> I don't find him entertaining. Well, that's because he's in the office of the president, and he's no, like, I didn't, I didn't like him before. I didn't like him either. I don't. I'm not a big fan of buffoonery. Okay, I like dumb humor, so I see a lot of dumb humor. Like I like <laughs> dumb guy humor, but um, 
I just I don't like the dude who's trying to get attention to himself who doesn't really have any real skill. It's like the guys <laughs> on YouTube or who can't sing and people watch him. And oh, I, I don't have time for that. Like American Idol in the beginning, the first seasons. Like no, I, I'm talking about like the I guys crap. who really can't sing and they sing all the time on like YouTube and they're literally terrible. Like they you mean like, sound like uh, the fish dude, uh, like someone ran over a cat. Yeah, like yeah. that fish dude. What's his name? Fish. Uh, I, don't know, I don't even know. I, I know who you're talking about. Those though. people are a waste of like me even knowing about them. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't care. So I like dumb humor and I can see dumb humor like that conversation with him and Omarosa. And he's like, oh, damn it. Like he didn't know <laughs> like she was getting like that is that is mind blowing hilarious to me. OK, like I like how do you even think that I would believe you saying that you didn't know what was going on like it's just crazy but anyway my point yeah, is i didn't know that one of my advisors was terminated what <laughs> yeah like it's crazy but anyway my point is he he's bringing the office of the president down he's bringing this country like he is weakening this country and I'm talking about in the rest in the eyes of the yeah, rest on of the world, global world state, like yeah. they the rest of the world doesn't follow american laws they follow their own laws and they do business with who they like to do business with and who they trust at the end of the day all business write this down guys at the end of the day all business is about who the who they like and who they trust are you who you absolutely over, have to do business with over over prices over everything else to some extent over prices but like let's say you're you're a little bit more expensive than a competitor but they really like you they're going to give you the business because mm -hmm. they really like you yeah okay so hold on phone's uh thing's about to restart itself don't do it stop it no one. I gotta turn this feature off. Like it always wants to restart itself for the update. Yeah. Change your update schedule. I don't know. Or ask or say that you have to confirm in your settings. I just need. I just want to like stop trying to do that. Anyway, um, so we're losing respect around the world every day. You know, with this with this president, and we're losing that American. Um, American excellence where we're like at the forefront of the world where people tolerate our excessive amount of well, wait hold on hold on where they tolerate our excessive amount of military bases where they tolerate us um, messing with other people's elections where they tolerate our um, there's so there's so much that we do around the world that is really abusive to other nations but they tolerate us because they might have favor in business or they have favor in immigration or they have favor in all these other different are areas. Other countries themselves more messed up than what yeah. We're or today. they just don't have enough strength to do anything about it. Or yeah, exactly. So, but we're but the reason why that the the American um, injustices around the world are tolerated is because overall, in general, people have a favorable view of America as the place where you can go to. You can go start at rock bottom. This is very true to this day. You can start off homeless, and if you're smart enough. You can, or you, cunning, or or yeah, smart enough or manipulative enough, whatever you want to call it. You can get, you can make your way up. And if you're a, if you don't have any morality, <laughs> if you don't care what you do, you can definitely make your way up. You might end up in jail. You might end up in jail, but like I said, if you're smart, it, you can get around things and you can you can climb the, the ladder. This is a country that if you if you willing to put in the grind yeah. positively or negatively you can make it exactly and that can't be said for a lot of other yeah. countries like go yeah. to go to the middle of freaking the congo 
and be shoot go to west certain european countries yeah many countries in the world is very difficult or india you're you're born into the lower cat what is the caste system or something that's like that? not all of india but yeah well whatever it is you, you if you're born into a certain group you're you better make yourself at home because you're gonna be there yeah they actually know? abolish their caste system but yeah uh i don't uh, Cult- you culturally sure? it's still there for some for some areas yeah um but India is a very, India has like giant Muslim population, a giant Buddhist population. Yeah. Hinduism is a pluralism of religions, actually. Um, and they have a very sizable Christian population, too. So, so all that's going on at the same time. So anyway, you're, you're not going to do mi- business in a lot in India. Yeah. Shout out to India. They just had the independence last week. So anyway, my point is you can do a lot in America that you can't. All right. But I think he is eroding away at that um, that favorable view that most people have of America around the world. And that's going to hurt us in the long run. And what that's going to do is that's going to turn America into a more isolationist society. Mm-hmm. The Democrats are going to pretend to be against it. And then, of course, you're going to have the corporatism that's kind of infected every party, really. That's going to kind of like find a way to profit off of that because that's all corporatism. It's just about profit. It's capitalism, raw capitalism. So whatever is going to make the most money, f f the country, f everything. That's what the corporatist is going to do. But we're, we're the thing is the not not all the corporations are in uniformity. They all have the different sectors have their own interest. But the uniform. You're right. No, no, no. You're right. Hold on. Let me let me not because I don't want to lose my train here. You're right. But the thing that they are all interested in is profit. In fact, if especially if they're a publicly traded company and they're international, so really their interests. This, like I said, you can you can put forth your <laughs> no, no, your no, rebuttal because no. I I know you have I know it's it's it's, it's boiling in there. Um, I think that it's going to um, ultimately bring this country down, and I feel like um, in the next couple of generations. We're we're not going to be on the forefront anymore because the Republicans are crazy. In the next couple of generations, the next generation of Republicans, they're going to be crazy incompetent. The Democrats are sold out. They don't have any strength or any real ideology besides saying that, you know, oh, hey, Trump's an idiot. Look at this dummy over here. Vote for us. We're not him. Like, that's really what <laughs> like, what do they really stand for? I'm not talking about the the local the local guys. I'm talking about. The main state, the senators and the, the presidents and, you know, not all the governors, but some of the governors. And they're, they're, there's just not. Um, they don't they, they're not good at strategy. bro. <laughs> so but hold, on, hold on, hold on. I'm almost done. OK. All right. So we don't have any fighting force. And then on top of so you have our bought out Democratic establishment. Right. You have the Republicans who are. uh you know going crazy and like i said they're at the beginning of crazy stage and they're going to be in you know full-fledged competent ninja uh republicans who are like really good at things in the next uh coming years and then the third parties like the green parties the what are the other parties that we have libertarian the libertarian party and all that they keep they keep getting edged out and they become marginalized and really you know, I think we should have a third party. Let's let's say the Progressive Party because Democrats don't like progressives. So I think progressives should have their own party. But whatever. Um, I just don't see any way for this to turn around unless people get more involved. To talk about the main American citizenry, 
And I don't think that's going to happen because we're just too lazy. Like we talk about how bad things are, but really compared to the rest of the world, it's really not that bad. We have a lot of service. Like people just don't know about all the the services and things that are at our disposable. Like, okay, great. Granted, our health care is horrible, but, you know, not everywhere. And it's not, it just, like, if you know what to do. Like live in Massachusetts. Like live in Massachusetts. <laughs> like, like I'll, I'll just, I'll put this out there. Like me, my wife and seven children, our health insurance is crazy cheaper simply because we're in Massachusetts. If I was in Seattle with my seven kids, I'd be paying like three, three or four grand a month or something crazy. And they go to the hospital often. Like someone's yeah. always getting hurt in my family. So. Yeah, I, I mean, and if you were in the Midwest, oh yeah, or, or, or like Alaska, bro, Alaska has would, crazy health care. Yeah, well, it's freezing cold over there. Yeah, but yeah, many of the many of the. Um, so I'm actually not going to rebuttal. Uh, but hold on, hold on. I'm almost done. Give me, give me like two more minutes. All right. So you see, so we have the American citizen who's who's kind of like underinformed and lazy. And they're, it's not getting any, they're not getting any better as far as, I mean, I think Trump has woken up more Americans than just from his sheer dumbassery. <laughs> <laughs> like just from just being and just a dummy. Call it like people, people have like, but like, okay, damn, this dude is stupid. Like, you know, that kind of thing. And they like, I oh, mean, I got to do something about this. Okay. That's woken up people. But overall, I think the participation in, in general is kind of like, um, we, f- I, I'll just talk about me. I feel really like negative about it, really pessimistic, because I feel like in the next election they're gonna put forward another Hillary Clinton type who's, she's not, an, she's not an embarrassment to the nation, but she's not gonna really stop any wars, or she's not gonna, you know, fix our health care. She's not gonna really change the schooling, and like we have a lot of issues here that really need addressment or addressing, and. Uh, I don't think that anyone the Democrats put forward for real is going to change anything. The Republicans are only going to put put up people who are like, you know, strongly for their guys. And it's just not going in a good direction. So, OK, go. All right. I, I'm going to hit with. Um, How am I wrong? No, you're not. I think that outside of the caricatures of Republican Democrat, the core issue that you hit on is the citizenry is not informed because we've removed education of civics, which is how you understand how we govern ourselves. What, uh, what do you mean? And what level when you say education of civics? Are you well, talking about in civics, school or school, are you talking civics about? Civics used to be mandatory at elementary, junior high, I, right. and high school. right. I remember school. that. Yep. And people who are older knew what the hell they were talking about to run the government. Mm-hmm. Now, the average person does... Ha- they what get exposure to civics in eighth grade? They mm. might get some in high school. You got people with college educations that don't know how this country runs at all. Yeah, you yeah. have people with trade. They, and they're not interested to know what it. How well, it works. They, they, I don't what think happens they are. Is the people who tell them that they're informing them are giving them little slivers of information. Yeah, either because that's all they know, or they're manipulating them. That that that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. And you're saying, okay, how does the country really work? You know, mm-hmm. um, how do you become a delegate in your local? Uh, and the, actually, the Republicans on the ultra conservative side came up with training programs to train their local people. Now they're kind of like a little nuts. So, mm-hmm. but at least they were like, this is how you use the process. Because the process was meant to intimidate, to maintain this current power system, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, uh, or, 
um, deep in their own. That's what we need to do. We need to also take a lot of power back back into the citizenry. I agree. So right now, the if if Comey was going to talk to us about um, former uh, director of the FBI about Hillary Clinton's election, how they were behaving, he had to talk about what was going on with the infiltrations in our media and miscommunications that they knew at the time with the, with the Russians. Because then you value me equally and a, people could have made a sound set of like, okay, they're doing bad things and there's also misinformation out there. Okay, good. But now, oh, we can't tell them because that will influence them. Well, you actually removed information so they couldn't make sound decisions. I don't, I don't think that did influence. You thought, wait, wait. What, what media infiltration are you talking about? So what the... Well, in, in that regard, what the Russians were in part were doing is they were putting fake stories in trolling, essentially. Yeah, and you're talking about those memes, though, that or not me, but those memes they, and like articles. They were doing two on, things. They were they were putting fake stories in. And then two, they were highlighting stories that they knew that were were that were already in the lexicon were already out there because we got a lot of crazy people in our country. You're right. And they're and trying they, to they market were, to them. Yeah. So they were they would do tactics to to bring those heightened, you know, yeah. moving in from being lost Got in it. like the, yeah. you know, the nether nebulous internet bin, and they would come into the forefront and then they would pop up and they were doing that. And those two things now makes them, and there's actually like a real dialogue. And they, so were, they, were, pay, they were paying for more exposure too. Yeah, so, for more so they could come to the top of the, yeah, they had page, massive yeah. servers, they yeah, were yeah. pushing it out. That's actually pretty tough. I mean, you could use that for, um, that's a communications tool, right? But that's what I'm saying. That all that is is marketing. That wasn't really like they they really tried to frame it like they just but, took our election we'll, we'll, and put Trump in office. That's not what well, happened. What was happening is because or that exposes the thing that we talked about before last time. It's that our news isn't really news anymore. It's too narrow conversations just to that focus group. Yep. And it's not really a dialogue where we're learning from each other and there's no like honest broker, at least someone trying to be an honest broker and say, hey, this is what reality is. Let's have a discussion about, hey, the sky is actually blue. And someone's like, you know what? I think the sky is actually rainbow all the time. It never can be blue. Mm -hmm. And then you have the host agreeing with him because yeah. he's on the same team. Or, or some or there, there is that, one, there was true at the same time. I will say that there is one who I feel is a neutral uh, news source. Democracy Now. They seem to be, they just present the news. And I feel like that's the best way to do the news. They, they seem to call people on their BS, whether they agree with them or not. Um, like you don't see that on MSNBC. Like I know my dad watches MSNBC and CNN and he, he feels like those are, that's where you get your news because that's just, he's old school. But and definitely not Fox. But those guys all have biases yeah. and agendas. I mean, they all have biases. It's just I don't Fox think, doesn't even bother to be news. No, they're not Fox. <laughs> Fox is straight propaganda. Didn't they take out fair and balanced? Do they still use that? Or do I, they, I think I, they took that out. I, right? I mean, Fox is exactly propaganda. I yeah. mean, you, if you're running for the Republican Party, you got to get Fox behind you. Basically, That's, I mean, the the head of Fox. Was the was the campaign architect for the Republican Party? Yeah, so that's what it is. <laughs> but um, no, but I, I, do you know of any? Is there any like larger Roger Ailes? 
What? Roger Ailes. The, Roger Ailes what? Roger Ailes was the head of Fox, and he was the ar- major uh, supporter and ar- campaign. Ar- like, he would go to him, and he would d- help devise media strategies for the Republican Party. And he's, Wasn't that, that was the guy that was like... Uh, he was also sexually harassed. Yeah, harassed. <laughs> All yeah. of his female, so many of his female employees. Yeah. And the other guys, no. So, I think what we're, we're having is that we have the... If people wanted to, I think what's going to happen is that you're right and you're wrong at the same time. We're both are. That there are people who are going to be emboldened, be like, yeah, I do need to have my white privilege. And then there are going to other people say, I'm like, you know, I'm really tired of this bullshit. And I have the power to do something about it. And those two groups are going to be running concurrently in the next couple of generations. And which one? So our, our children's generation... Yeah, you're gonna. You have faith that they're gonna be the guys who turn this country around. No, they're going to be the ones who are gonna have that dialogue. We lost the World War II generation, which kind of really kept this country pretty even. We, yeah, they right had now, purpose. Yeah, right you're now right. We're, we're having the Trump generation, which are a bunch of like self-centered assholes, right? Yeah, not all of them, but just a no, higher number. Self-centered and highly high. I don't. I don't even like to call everyone who supports Trump. I'm it's not talking. a self-centered racist a-hole. No, like, no, I'm just talking about that. There was a different yeah. generational focus at that point yeah. in time. He kind of comes into that whole, like, me, I, centric world of the 1980s. He's like watching Miami Vice, mm. right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's his age, right? Sure. Yeah. So then they have, you know, as we're coming, we're coming into prominence, you know, we're, we're heading into that those next dominant years shaping the society, we're going to have major influence. And um, those kids in their 18, you know, teenage and 20 years, they're mm-hmm. going to start forming their political view. I think some of them are going to have a contrast and be like, okay, I saw, um, I saw Obama and I saw Trump. One's clearly competent, one's not. <laughs> One yeah, values Trump, me Trump is the first white president in my children's life. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't they don't they already don't know anything, but they don't have a favorable view of, of what this white president is doing. <laughs> um, but let's we're, we're getting close to an hour and a half. So let's. Uh, so what is your hope for America's future? I, I don't think the empire is going to fall and we are an empire. I, 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 I do believe that we've been exposed. And I think I mentioned this before. There's this narrative that the American story was always presented to the general world. As that this is American, no matter what you look like. You and I know that there was a white virgin. Kind of what the story was. And now what the Trump shows is like, yeah, I thought that, but I really meant it for me. People who look like me. Mm-hmm. Because I came to America. My family's been coming to America for generations. I, I hope my much of my value system and how I operate is very American. When I go overseas, I realize how much of an American I am, mm-hmm. right? That has nothing to do with my racial identity. I don't like go, I'm a black, Latino, West Indian, blah, 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 Muslim guy. And, um, but I'm not an American. I'm a bloody American, right? And we, we said that these were these values. So I'm like, okay, so were you telling everyone around the world that those values of like, freedom they were only for white people because that's not what you were saying that wasn't what we agreed to for the last 40 you know yeah. last 40 50 years if not our ancestors would have killed you in your sleep because you tortured ours mm-hmm. do you really want to go into a race war i don't really think you do 
you're afraid right now. But if you I just, think some of them do, though, I really do. Some of them do. And, and I, I don't think they've I, they haven't been in war for, for recently. It doesn't go well for anybody. No, but it, because of that stupid desire to go to war, that is the kind of mentality that's strong. And it will I, I kind of think that's one of the factors that will. I. So I'm sorry. Did you finish your thought? Are you? No, I, I was saying just uh, I, I think that those two things we're going to be in a classic feed the wolf scenario which wolf do we feed as a country between empowered citizenry being making informed decisions creating dialogue and then those divisive go to your corner and like stab people in the back doesn't really matter what you say yeah. your word means absolutely nothing but no, that's that's the stro- that you're right that all that that's happening yeah they, but they happen concurrently they're both they're both there and you know was, you know we were talking to uh, Shimmy McDuffie whatever the hell you call my son <laughs> Shamus McDuffie <laughs> Shay Dubs you know Shay, Shay Dubs right and him and his friends are having those conversations because mm-hmm. they're watching it and they're like that don't seem right mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure it out it's up to us to 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 to, to do it ourselves and being empowered and like emboldened people not emboldened um really kind of create new dialogue and educations because i'm right with like the old way of running the the two-party system is really failing the country but we're not set up for a parliamentary system it's never worked here um we're the only country that runs a successful two-party system because really the two-party system are multiple parties in one and then it comes up um, kind of bubbles up to the top uh, so I don't know if I would spend the energy to fight the two party system because every time we do we end up getting uh, like we don't always work out well so so what is your hope for the country what do you what is your because right now if it continues in this direction uh, we're gonna freaking have a nuclear war and kill everybody. I'm talking about in the world. Yeah. What do you? What is your hope to stop that from happening? Well, r- realistically, if the rest of the world thought that we became that much of a blight, they would invade us, and they would. Come. Well, <laughs> what is protecting us from that is we have the strongest military. No, but, I don't think anyone's but, gonna it, just invade America. But what happens is it doesn't well, seem like a very bright idea. It's I mean, not a very bright idea. And but, we're all over that. We got it bases everywhere but if countries who run themselves with the if we kept let's say we had three types of trump administrations and three types of current republican congresses in a row 12 years of that foolishness we would be so weak because we we would do a lot of bravado where our economy would be hold we would have a lot of internal strife between not just races and classes we'd be right for we'd probably fight ourselves so going to a civil war but what's the saving grace here the saving grace is that the majority of the country is not we're, we're talking about maybe 10 percent of that country of our country is that deeply divisive races and then the oh, ma- less than that i don't think it's even 10 percent uh, and well, they're listening to them. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're listening to them. That's yeah. where they're getting their sources from, and yeah. they're supporting that, right? It's probably a smaller league. They, they wouldn't identify themselves as racist. They're not going to say, hey, I'm all oh, right. Oh, exactly. But, yeah. but they allow them to. Yeah, yeah. There are yeah. people who are, um, often they're in places where there's not a lot of diversity. So, yeah. for, so, so the saving grace of America for you is that 
the the majority of Americans will wake up and become and more. It just has to be enough. Like ten percent of the country just needs to wake up. I think I think we already have ten percent. You mean ten percent more? Ten percent more. Ten percent um, from well, there was five percent, two or five percent that sat on their hands in the last cycle. But I'm talking about consistently, just to so, just be. You know what? I don't need to. I don't need to be told what to do. I want to be. I want to see how, how this country works. I'm really. I'm probably going to join the. Uh, the, the there's the. The, th- the campaign for American ideals. A lot of a lot of veterans have been joining that on on both parties, because mm-hmm. um, there's this core belief system that we're supposed to be doing. It's not perfect, but these guys they're just running it into the ground. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think that that could be waking up. And this has happened to the country before. I mean, we were we got kind to of, this extent. I don't. Yeah, man, we were pretty bad in the 1890s. We got bad again in the well, the, the 1920s. That was also a different time. There was no the information. Like we're in the information age now. All right. I also think we're in the age of deception, which is a totally different. Yeah, we deep in the age of yeah. deception. But uh, you can f- you can literally find out anything about anything if you just look hard enough, right? Because mm-hmm. it's all it's right here on my phone. I can find out anything but about anything. I can be, but if you don't know how to decipher, but, it, yeah, exactly. You can, be, you can think that you're researching, and all you're doing is yeah, like how a person gets radicalized or a person goes into a gang. You could give yourself intentional misinformation by not knowing how to. To research, it's like going to the library of the first ever, and if people remember the Dewey Decimal System, and you don't know how to do decimal system, and you think that you're doing research, and you're in the fiction section, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, hmm. Hmm. yes, I knew straw, I knew I, I could turn gravity off, <laughs> I just needed to figure it out. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so Shaman's um, hope for the future of America is that um, just ten more percent of the American. Well, we got to get, I, but we have to go and get them engaged. We have to. They're just not going to magically self-actualize and become engaged. Not all of them. They Who's need, we? When you say we, I'm talking about us on this. These types of discussions we have. And do you feel? Point. Do you feel that's young people like like your sons and my my children's age? No, uh, the, becoming more involved. Or you the do you feel adults of the current our, adults, the current adults, Generation Z, Y and Z and X. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Are we Y? I think we're gener. Uh, I'm Y. I think I'm, I'm Y. I'm on the edge of the. There's I'm like. Because I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't X when X. I was little. No, I mean when I was in high school, Generation X was like MTV and 1980s people. But anyway, yeah. I digress. We're Generation Y. Yeah, okay. You and, e, you and I. Um, so you're saying Generation Y and Z are um, are the are need the whole reach need to reach back and reach back to the o- older generation and learn stuff because there's a lot of really cool things out there. I mean, I got to meet. You know the one of World War Two heroes who who's been a congressman mm-hmm. and had, I mean, this dude fought yeah. in multiple wars, right? Yeah. He was a badass, but he had a view of the country that was that was balanced. He's like, I can hold my country critically and like accountable on everything and completely love it. Yeah. And we're told right now is well, you can't criticize your country. And yeah, love that's it. the thing. Like, I lo- I love this country. I couldn't do what I do. Starting off from nothing and taking care of my gigantic family uh, the way I have without any kind of call. I couldn't do this in a lot of other countries. Right. But so here's my here's my take on it. The reason why I feel like America is not in a good place. I don't want to say America is doomed. 
No, I don't want to say that um, because I've, uh, I don't know if it's going to, that's like a strong commitment to say that, like, oh, it's doomed. Like, I, I don't know it, if it I'm gives there. You it gives you permission not to do nothing. But here's, here's, here's where I, why I think that it's in a bad place. I'll say that. I'll put it like that. Is because the citizenry, the citizenry of our country in general is politically is very lazy. We are very underinformed. And we don't pursue the correct information. We sit there and we'll watch MSNBC and we'll just say, hey, that's what it is. Or we'll watch Fox and say, hey, that's what it is. And there's too many polarized groups who believe that the world is what MSNBC or CNN or Fox, whatever they tell us, that's what we believe it is. And there's just too many, too much of us are in that vein. And then those kid, those people have children and they raise them up to believe the way the world is based on what they saw here. And the corruption of the of our corp, of our politics is so um, ingrained into it. It's almost like you you can't take the money out of politics in its current form without causing some kind of catastrophic. Money's <laughs> not coming out of politics. But I'm saying, but that's what's going to have to happen to change. That's the way pro- the ruling of money being free speech is a problem. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like that. that was or the, 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 the packs. Like there's so many packs out here just funneling having two hundred and fifty thousand dollar dinner because plates. The the, the 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 ruling that money was free speech. It's the wor- one of the worst rulings by the Supreme I don't even Court know how now. like how could you even think that's like, oh hey, this is a good idea. Now. No, I know, but I'm saying but this is but here's the the Democrats benefit from that too. Let's say conservatives, whoever put that into practice. The every, I mean, both allows, parties benefit. It from allows it. them to raise ridiculous sums of money, but it does not allow for them to govern. So we have all these factors against it. We also have an economy that's based heavily in war and debt. You, the, our, the way our capitalist system works, and it's not just us. I mean, you you have to have people constantly buying whether they can afford it or not, and so consequently you have a lot of debt. And you have a lot of wars, and wars is big money for a lot of people. And then you have all these industries based on, so you have all these American industries that are really based on supplying to all these different war manufacturers, and we're selling weapons all over the world, just get ready for some war. And we got it to the point where we need to, we need to uh, set, set a growth, what is it, 3% of the GDP is what America's pushing for, for all countries in the world, to, to spend Purely to get ready for some war because there's just so much threat out there. You're not realizing that hey, we're all people here. Where there's no like who's the, who's the big evil boogeyman? I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're gonna say you know Muslims somewhere or something like that. No, the Muslims a lot. I gotta go with the, the Muslims um, for polit- for regional political reasons. A lot of them also become new boogeyman. And oh, so you mean the Saudis? Yeah, yeah for sure. They, yeah. they play into that and they yeah. don't even care. Like I, I've, I remember, I saw uh, one of the princes is actually a, a share, a major shareholder of Fox News. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the guy. I, I know who he is. Ben Talal like, like, or dude, something. Like that. How do you do that? I, I, <laughs> yeah, like he's like, hey, it's big money, man. I'm making good money. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. You're really f- making money while destroying your own people. It's crazy. It's causing you money. It's and crazy. That's when you're disconnected. Yeah. From your own society, yeah. and that's one of the issues that they have. But see, but see, this is what they're just so. Like the deck the is the too, deck yeah. is stacked, bro. The deck is stacked against good Americans who just want to take care of their families. But the majority and, of people 
No matter the majority around of the world, beings, human beings are just good people. You're right. They want to take care of their families. Okay, but what I'm saying, the deck is stacked. You got a you got a very ignorant population who are underinformed and frankly lazy. I'm, you might even put me in that. I don't think I'm underinformed, but I feel sometimes I feel uh, like you can not necessarily that they're always lazy. That they they just don't have the bandwidth. Like exactly. I'm so focused exactly. on all these other That's things. That's a good. I'm going to use that. Just sometimes you just don't have the bandwidth to get involved with, especially when you look at you turn you turn on YouTube and you see the latest uh, 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 headline of what Trump did, and you just, like, I can't, I can't deal with this bullshit. Like, I can't, and I think I that's can't. on purpose. I, I, I'm with you. He's, yeah. he's the great distractor. That's all he is. <laughs> yeah. He's the great distractor of what's really going on. But um, So this is why I feel like we're not headed in a good direction. The, the next president and the next uh, whoever we have in office is going to be Democrats. I'm, I'm certain of that. Yeah. But are they really going to correct the ship? Not really, because there's too much money in the way the ship is going and the people are too underinformed or don't have the bandwidth or whatever you want to say. So it all of that together when you look at all these different factors, we're we're not in a good position, bro. We're just not in a good position. And I don't see it getting any better anytime soon unless we have some kind of major Revolution. When I say revolution, I don't mean like a war revolution. I mean a revolution mentally. Yeah. You need uh, a culminating event where people get to say... Oh, we need to wrap this up because yeah. we're at an hour and 40 right now. All right. Nobody's so, trying to listen to, think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen to us go back they're and like, forth. like, oh my goodness, these guys are still talking. Look, people are afraid and they don't want to say that they're afraid. Yeah. Because like, it, you know, uh, especially men, if a man's afraid... Some cower, but some just get really bold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let mm-hmm. me just take my gun out and shoot everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could save them. And that that's why white people, I mean, we talk about how crazy, you know, Muslims are around the world. The number one purveyor of public shootings in America is white, white men. men. Why? Because yeah. they're scared. Of what? I don't know. But, but shoot. Like a white dude get laid off of work, you're not showing up. They go yeah. shoot everybody. I yeah. mean, they're just, you know, they pull pull a pull a white guy over after he got fired. <laughs> you, know. you might die that day. <laughs> it's not going to go well. <laughs> Cut him off in traffic. Oh my goodness! Uh, Turn up your music too loud. Up, oh, getting shot. <laughs> I think yeah. one of the things that's going on is that all the what what's happening is a lot of the stuff that we need to slip under the record. It's just it's out in the open right now, yeah. and we're we're going to have to have some really messy conversations and arguments and someone's going to have to create some new safe spaces where we can have dialogue and conflict and I actually I just wrote about this we need to have new safe spaces where we can be like yo you're you know like like a, a circle where you can say but hey, classically where has that been that was in the, those safe spaces were in the media the media came around to be created this dialogue safe space and they really shirked that responsibility why for money Exactly. That's what. That's my whole point. Because it's entertaining to be uh, to cater to one controversial ideology. It's entertaining. Yeah. The whole the, and they're not going to stop because that's the way our our capitalism works. Well, I think that there's like look, right right now we're you and I are in new media right now. We're here. We're podcasts we're, are new media. You're yeah, right. New media. We're able to reach out people. There's no one saying, "Hey, well, you're not going to." print our presses we can bring our uh, four bags of equipment any place pretty much you know and yeah. set up and start think that's gonna 
that's also contributing to misinformation and education going You're on right, concurrently. You're right, because they can also do the same thing we yeah, do. Yeah. yeah, and we could like talk about stuff we have no idea. Like We no. can sit here and talk about um, some stuff we don't know. Aliens, lizard people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but like, yo, they're so real, man. I saw one the other day. I, I even have it, man. I I think, I think I'm going I'm to tell you this for another time, but uh, when I, once upon a time, right, <clears throat> I went to this camp called um, Legacy. Uh, it's in Virginia. And um, there was this young uh, a Native American boy down there. And we were in the forest walking around, right? And he saw a skinwalker, son. You know what a skinwalker is? Yeah, I know a skinwalker. So he said he saw one. And here's the deal. I would say that he was lying if I wasn't right there with him. And that's the scaredest human being I have ever seen in my entire... I'm like dude was shaking and sweating and he was literally out of his mind he was a kid he wasn't like he was high on drugs he was like 10 or 11 or 12 or something right and i'm telling you he saw something crazy mm. and it might have been a lizard person bro <laughs> <I'm just laughs> i don't know what it was now in islam we probably would say that that was probably a jinn and i would probably lean towards that yeah. but um yo if that's what Gen R, maybe that's maybe they're lizard people. I don't know. Anyway, that's another story. Uh, we'll talk about because that's actually a very interesting story. I'll, I'll I'll talk about that in another podcast. But um, I think we need to wrap it up, bro. We're at an hour and forty eight, man. Yeah, I got. Um, but yeah, man. I uh, you so you 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 feel positive. I think you know. I think you might be right if if those things fall into place. You know, our generation and the younger generations, we could turn this country around and do good things, but we have to overcome. Our war problem, like this, this un, this crazy war machine that is just war everywhere, and it's just so much money behind it. I mean, if anyone ever watched the movie Lord of War, oh, that's a good movie. Bro. It's a good movie, and it's mad true. It's mad true. Yep. <laughs> we yep. make it's it's business. Like that. That's the point. Like everything in this world is business now. Like healthcare shouldn't be business. I mean, you as could, far as because people have learned, you could turn anything into business. And could, this is this is the flaw in capitalism. There's flaws in it. Yeah, well, I mean, business existed before capitalism. No, but, but not. Yeah. No, no. But we have un unrepented amoral capitalism is what we have today. True. And I'm not. I'm. I love capitalism. I'm not against capitalism. But we need some kind of morality. Ah, capitalism serves a purpose. It's not my favorite thing, but. Well, we need what we need something that. That yeah. people can be held it's accountable. Just way, it's, it's just, just business. Way, At the end I, of the day, it's just business, bro. Capitalism is just a way to exchange goods and services. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I don't have it as an ideology, but um, it, it, it serves a purpose. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, we're in slight disagreement, but in some ways we are in agreement. And um, uh, I really hope we don't uh, lose America, but I feel like... Um, I don't feel good about it right now. And I don't, uh, I don't know that it's going to get better. I mean, I'm actually... Like my wife is Canadian, right? I was actually there's been times when I'm sitting I'm sitting down like like man, I wonder if what what what, what kind of moves I need to make to get into Canada real quick. If I need to go at a drop of a hat, like let's say something goes down, right? Like I feel like there's some something could happen between America and Russia. Like Russia's the only the only one that could they're the only one that could us. like put us like could fight us for real for real right yeah. we could still put them down, but they could they could that hurt is us not, dude. I don't know if we could just put Russia down. Like I oh no. Everyone in the world would suffer if the two of us fight. It's not going to go well man, for the world. It, I just, man, like something could go down. And I, I think it's just so, like, I think it's so irresponsible 
for you know groups like MSNBC to just be talking about Russia so like like they're just like some kind of shitty little a-hole country who's like messing with our elections and stuff like not not thinking about the 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 political leaders we've like assassinated and elections we've steered toward and you know i mean talking i'm talking about for the last 70 80 years we've been doing this kind of stuff like hardcore like like Um, patrice lumumba we took him up in a plane and killed him because we didn't like where the way his country was going the whole look up the uh chiquita banana thing down in uh, South America, I forget was, what country. Was, um, we did that in Honduras, Guatemala, yeah, yeah like just in the forties. It's like, dude, we've been effing people. We've for- destabilized <laughs> Latin America. That's that. That's the America that that we built ourselves on. So, you know, to ignore that and pretend like the little memes and marketing that uh, Russia put out is like the worst thing in the world. Like, this is not a good idea. Well, bro. I mean, look, look the anyway. Russians are not doing, are not our friends, and they're not benevolent in any stretch of the But uh, they're not our enemy. Like, our problems. What are our problems in this country? Our education, our health care, our prison system. It's all us. Yeah, it's all It's not them. Thing. Yeah. You know? So, anyway, we need to wrap this up. But uh, uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, thank you for joining us on the one. Uh, what is our t- uh, what is the it? not dumb podcast? Thank you and for the joining name us. podcast has to be in there because there is another not dumb. What there's a, there's a not dumb that is a podcast out there. What the hell? What are you talking about right there, now, Shimon? Yeah, yeah. A, Do the, I need to take somebody to court? <laughs> there, but the, no, our title is the not dumb podcast. Yeah, who, who are you talking about? Young, not dumb. Yeah, I think. Oh, like, those are some. Uh, oh, yeah, that's not a. That's not us. Yeah, young, not dumb, and I don't think they put out a podcast, a new podcast, in like a year or something. So I. Have they're, to f- they're kids, right? Yeah, it's like a young couple, young, not dumb. And um, when I was researching um, what to call this podcast, I came across them, and uh, nice, young, nice young, nice young man and young woman, and um, like young guys, like you know, early. They got to be early twenties, I would assume. Mm. And um, they had some nice motion graphics on their page and stuff. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta step our game up. But um, I don't think they're as interesting as us. I would say that. Yeah, we, we, we do have uh, a we we cover a lot of topics. We do. Anyway, thank you for joining us on the Not Dumb Podcast, everyone. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And uh, Shimon Warden, do you have any last words? No, I do not. All right. Well, uh, thank you again, and um, rest in peace to Miss Aretha Franklin and Kofi Annan. And Kofi Annan. Wait, who was he again? He is the former secretary of the UN. I'm a dumb American, even though I sound British. Um, And uh, so, yeah, rest in peace to those two chaps. And um, have a wonderful evening or whatever time you're listening to this. Uh, One. One.